time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Soft Shoulder Podcast. Um, You know, regular listeners, I'm sure you are laughing with me. Uh, As we remember the episode about the social media sabbatical and how I said, you, I have a feeling you'll hear from me more frequently. And then I just proceed to disappear for over a month. (laughs) Welcome also first time listeners. I want to talk very just openly about relapse. I don't love this word. I'm working on finding something that feels more true. Um, but somebody else I know who's healing from a brain injury talks about relapse and it it just helped normalize things for me. Although um, I'm not sure about the word. It doesn't quite land with me. But anyway, I think it's a word we understand. It's a word where it's just like, okay, we were, we were moving along and then we've, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the two steps back or is it two step forward, one step up, whatever. It's the step back or the pause. <laughs> it's going up the stairs and then hanging over the banister being like, I need a minute. <laughs> I was going at a certain clip and I just need a minute. I'm going to hold on to the banister for a while. So shout out to any of you who are finding that you need a minute, who are on the stairs of your life and of your dreams, your self-love journeys, the pandemic journey, all of the things that you are wanting to rise towards, wanting to grow towards, and you just need a minute. Sometimes you need to take a few steps back in the interest of getting to the top of the stairs, right? This is a long game. Our lives are the longest game. Self-love. I play self-love as a long game. Self-marriage is the long game of self-love and self-care. And so, you know, it is often that I need to remind myself. In fact, that's part of why I chose marriage as the container for my self-love journey is because it's vows I return to. It is not a guarantee of like a smooth sail up the escalator. It's like the vows are in place because you know they'll be challenged. You know they'll be. You don't pick a vow that is like you're never going (laughs) to. It's like I I can't even think of one. (laughs) You pick the vows where you know it's like this is going to come up. This is likely to come up in our lives. These particular challenges and the past three years. One of my self-marriage vows that has been rising and helping me grow and helping me love in new ways is the sickness and in health vow. I don't even know if I actually included that in my vows um, originally, almost 20 years ago. Um, I don't know. But, you know, I think it's the one that we often will think of in sickness and in health. What does that even mean? What are we signing up for when we say that? 
so casually, right? What does it mean? So I'm learning about this the last uh, month or so. I have had a, uh, a rise in challenges, needing to slow down more. I am very happy to report that I have also found uh, a team of care professionals that may be, um, I'm feeling very hopeful about the kind of support that I may be able to get next in this journey of healing from post-concussion or prolonged concussion brain injury symptoms. Um, and so, um, so that's where I have been. How have you been? What are you moving through? What staircases have you been climbing or resting upon? I have missed you. And I really just want to thank you again for being here, for listening, taking me and you on a walk together, taking your heart on a walk, (laughs) reflecting on what's here now, what's here next. This is the only thing that you can tend to, right? You tend to what is here. You tend to the stage of growth that is happening now that needs the support now. So that'll be different for all of us. And sometimes it's different by the hour and sometimes it's different by the day. And sometimes there are other things where we're in a long season of a particular focus of growth, right? Of, you know, fertilizing of, um, you know, soil tending. I think this is one of the, one of my favorites and one of the uh, most harshly judged (laughs) stages of love and tending to growth is just getting the earth strong enough, getting our foundations strong enough to be a, um, a place that can support our own growth. Sometimes it comes all the way back to the soil and sometimes that soil needs to rest. I am speaking about myself and about many of you. I know this is so challenging because the sexy growth is when we get to pluck fruit and we get to prune things and we get to use tools and other people can see it. It gets witnessed. It gets celebrated. If you're just letting your soil rest, <laughs> you probably people aren't walking by going like, wow, she's doing a great job at resisting digging right now. <laughs> I think you can relate. So today I just wanted to um, offer you this, um, a, a reframe on something that I know is really supportive for many of us. I'm talking about that morning routine. I know you know this. I know you've heard this. You probably have your own or you have like for years (laughs) heard about how this is a game changer for success and wellness and you should. Ooh, I love that word should. Uh, You should have a morning routine uh, because all the other people do and they're doing so much better than you. Um, But what happens when you really need to sleep in? And what happens when you have an injury that is requiring 16-hour sleeps at times? What happens if you are really struggling with anxiety and you can't fall asleep at night? Can you, like, does it make sense to set the alarm and be part of the 5 a.m. club to get back on track, in quotes? 
or is it in your best interest to give yourself the sleep you need? Sometimes it can we we mean well. We're trying to find the thing that's going to support us most, and it can become this new battle of that there's a way to get it wrong. Or we're like punishing ourselves and not being kind and compassionate to our bodies, not just our mindset, but our bodies and our nervous systems our actual need for rest so that our brains can function properly. Like what is a mindset if your brain isn't working properly? Like it's not firing things, you're in some kind of panic. You know, um, you can't mindset your way out of these things. You can't mindset your way out of sleep, right? So um, so the morning routine, I know for so many of you can be this like, oh, oh God, you know, this thing. And it's like, forget it. Never mind. I won't have a morning routine. So I'm in this camp. I love ritual. I like routine. I also like to constantly change the routine. So I, I definitely like to know what my routines are, but I like a rotating schedule. I've learned this about myself. Um, it doesn't, I'm, I'm not someone who's just going to have the same uh, three things I do every morning for the rest of my life. I know sometimes for some people that works so beautifully and it's very sexy because it's so simple. It's a little more work for me to constantly be tweaking, but I just thrive with that variety. The um, What I've learned is that it's like I have, um, I used to think that I had to be like those other people who know what their three things are. And then every time I would want variety, I started making up that I had failed at the morning routine. Like, oh, I was doing these three things every day for, you know, all through January. And then I just, you know, I just stopped and then I failed. It's making up that it has to be those three things all the time. I really, really enjoy, and maybe you do too, this like multiple flavors, multiple colors, <laughs> multiple genres of music, uh, going through a rotation, going with your mood. The dangers of just always going with your mood is that sometimes my mood will take me into a place that actually isn't supportive. So it's it's a really fun dance um, and it has taken a long time to recognize and design around my love for variety in this way. So that's just one part of it. But the other part is um, I have had a lot of experience with sleeplessness Um in general in the past bunch of years, but especially I'll speak to the last three years, uh, healing from the brain injury. And there were times where I just had to sleep. It was not in my best interest to get up early and get up and at them and shake my system up. It wasn't. I was sleeping sometimes for like 13, 14 hours or longer in the earlier days. And then other times I couldn't sleep at all. And so, you know, I was really just trying to listen to what my body needed and give it the rest that it needed at a time where it needed a lot more than usual. And so sometimes this means, this meant waking up at a time that I had a lot of judgment around. <laughs> Let's say, like, how do you have a morning routine when it's no longer morning? And I know you know what I'm talking about, right? See if you can relate to this. You sleep in, for whatever reason, you were up all last night fighting, crying, watching TV, scrolling, whatever, or just wishing to God you could sleep and it just didn't happen. So you end up finally falling asleep and then you wake up and it's 1230 or one or two in the afternoon and you 
We're so excited about this morning routine that maybe you'd started or maybe you'd heard about and you were really motivated to support yourself with this morning routine. But now, all of a sudden, like you you get out of bed, maybe you get a coffee or some water, you feel disoriented and immediately you just have this dreaded feeling of you've wasted the day. And it is a horrible feeling. And then you blame yourself for this. I did it again. I wasted the day. This is so terrible. Now what? I'll never get to sleep tonight because I slept in so long. It feels horrible. And the more horrible you feel, the less motivated you feel to do anything, really. You know, you kind of just get through it and hope tomorrow starts better. But then the night comes around and you're (laughs) probably beating yourself up. And also you just slept until whatever time. So it's harder to get to sleep starts all over again. Do you relate to this at all? Maybe not every day, but maybe you've had that experience, that feeling of like once the clock tips past a certain time, it feels like the day has gotten away from you. Have you ever said that? Oh, the day just got away with me. Like it's just, it's gone. It's too late. This, this is that second arrow, you know, like of like judging our pain and making it so much worse. And I know this well because I have done this. So if you are doing this, um, be, I'm just sending you so much love and compassion and a reminder that this is a highly, this is a podcast episode because it's a highly relatable topic and feeling, which means you're not alone, Right. Okay, and I have hope. I have hope for you. (laughs) So, um, first of all, the day has gone nowhere. It's just 2 p.m. or whatever, right? You're at 2 p.m. The day isn't gone. The day day hasn't changed. (laughs) You are in the middle of the day. Even if it's 7 p.m., you are in the middle of that. You have a whole evening ahead of you. All that you have control over is what's coming, what's happening now. Well, you don't have control over what's coming, but the present, like here I am at seven or here I am at four. And what do I want to do? How do I want to approach the coming hours? How do I want to spend the rest of the day? You can't, there's no going back. You can't change the fact that you've woken up at whatever time. And you can't change the fact that you would have preferred to have gotten a wonderful night's sleep and then woke up at 6.30 or 7 and had a nice morning journaling before your kids got up or you had work to do. You can't change that part, okay? And it really sucks and I know that it sucks. But here you are. So the first thing, the first thing is to just accept and love this. Love might be a stretch. Accept. Here you are. And you know what? If you did this, like you got, you got some sleep, (laughs) you got some sleep and your body needed it and you gave it to yourself and now you're awake and that's great. Um, there are still things, it's not too late to do supportive habits that are going to make you feel cared for and that are going to help you build trust with yourself. I think this is one of the hardest parts about this um, struggle with sleep and morning routine and wanting to really do well with your self-care and to support yourself. It's that if you make a commitment to do something and then you don't do it, 
it's like you're breaking your own word to yourself. You're not showing up for yourself. And then you feel bad because you've let yourself down, right? Like you would in any relationship. Like, hey, let's have a special date at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Like we'll come and we'll write our book together and it'll be so great. Yay. And then the other person just sleeps through. (laughs) And just is like, yeah, now I'm sad because the day is over. Like that happens a few times. You don't want to hang out with that person anymore. So it makes sense that you feel this conflict with yourself, this disappointment with yourself. You wanted to, there was a part of you that wanted to get up and, you know, fry an egg and (laughs) make a coffee and go for a walk or do some yoga, uh, do some breathing, whatever. And, you know, and you were let down by you, right? So more and more. Remember that episode? I think it was, I don't know. Anyway, I talked (laughs) another episode about compassion sauce. You can't ever have too much. Just ladle that shit on all of this, okay? This is like just more and more and more humor and compassion for this, okay? So no wonder you're having a hard time trusting yourself. So I have a solution that will help you still build trust with yourself Even if you sleep for 16 hours, even if you sleep right through till dinner, even if you promised yourself (laughs) whatever and you, you, you know, you couldn't and you were up all night. Okay. So let's not call it a morning routine, first of all, because it might not be in the morning for a bunch of reasons. Okay. That takes it out. That takes the pressure out. That means if you sleep past noon, you haven't failed yet right? Like if we're calling it a morning routine and we have this idea that it has to happen within a certain window, that's really great when you have the capacity to do it, right? There are other times where that kind of discipline is in place because you have the capacity and I'm not, that's, it's awesome. I do aspire to having that more frequently and regularly, but that's not available for all of us. That's specifically what I'm talking about. I had this whole thing change when I just started calling it a rising routine, because (laughs) I was rising at a lot of different times. And the sleep that I was getting was the sleep I really needed. And sometimes that meant I was rising at a time that other people wouldn't consider morning. So if you call this your rising routine, and routine can be one thing, okay, don't, don't overdo it. If you're struggling on this level, don't make it an obstacle course for yourself. Remember that the point of this is self-love and care. The point of this is building trust and setting yourself up for success. Starting the day right, that's the point. It's not start the day by beating yourself up over how you should have woken up earlier, right? That's just, that's a terrible morning routine. (laughs) So rising routine, first of all. And ask yourself this question. What do you need to rise well? What's going to help you rise? You This might not even be physical yet for you, but it might be what's going to give a little rise to your spirit, a little rise to your mind, your imagination. It might be just literally standing, rising, or just even in the bed, rise, raising your arms and legs up above you, whatever, right? Like any little thing that's going to just set this tone of rising and rising well. I'm thinking a lot about hope these days. What's going to raise your hopes in the morning? Sometimes it's as simple as making your bed and that's it. You don't need to, you know, do a million things that you read on 
whatever blog post, you know, like you just, you don't need 20 things to do in the morning. And especially if you're struggling, what's that one thing? It's a signal to yourself. Ultimately, it doesn't really, I don't think it even really matters what you do exactly. (laughs) Obviously, I think that there's like ways of finding the things that work best for us as individuals. And, um, you know, probably if you woke up and had a beer, that's probably not a great rising routine. Um, (laughs) But anyways, (laughs) I think what's more important is the consistency is the choice and the doing it, right? Like it's showing yourself what you're doing is building trust and, and a sense of regularity and a sense of rhythm, right? So what is that for you? It could be breathing. It could be just have it washing your face. It could be making your bed. It could be getting outside, even just if you have a balcony or a window or if you can just walk a really short, like five minute walk around the block, could be something like that. For a lot of us, I know journaling is a wonderful way to start the day with morning pages. Um, I also make it work for you. I was doing, uh, I went back to do the Julia Cameron's morning pages. Um, that's from the artist's way. She recommends waking up every day and just filling stream of consciousness, filling three pages. For me, that was more challenging and three pages was taking an extremely long (laughs) period of time and it was taking a lot of you know my brain bandwidth that I also needed later for work and there might have been a time in my life where writing those three pages was great and nourishing and I need to remember that I have different needs right now and that actually wasn't the best use of time so I, I I experimented with write for you know a certain amount of minutes right I might not fill, in fact, there's no way in hell I was filling three pages um, in a shorter period of time, but it's like, it might be easier for you to say, write for five minutes, than write three pages, which could take you a lot longer. Writing for five minutes, uh, just keep that, you know, you keep your fingers tapping. I prefer to go with like a pencil or a pen in the morning and just like, just keep babbling on. Um... You might have one sentence. You might write one word over and over again. It doesn't really matter. What matters is that you're rising like you said you would, and you're showing yourself that you're starting. You're starting again. I mean, what is a morning except a fresh start, right? What is like the sunrise other than like, here we go again. Here is a fresh page. The light is coming back. The world is coming to life We've rested. Now we're starting again. Let's see what happens next. It's a chance, you know, even just a chance to be kind to yourself. If you, I have had some times in my life where I woke up very, like the sun had gone down. Okay. And I (laughs) would wake up and that's a, that is some serious stuff. If you're going through that right now, I just want to like high five you because that is some hard That is some hard stuff to love yourself through when you're just trying to get by. You wake up and the sun is down and it's like, oh my God, you know. Um, (laughs) But, you know, this is an opportunity. Let's say you've got those handful of hours and you're going to try to go back to bed again. Um, How can you best spend those hours? Because I can tell you right now, I understand the beating yourself up because it's so awful and depressing. Um, But that doesn't, that's not the best use of those hours. You know, call a friend who understands, you know, 
reach out for support. If you just have like a, a phone call that day or, you know, reach out for a friend and just have someone hear you and validate you and laugh a little bit and then try again, that is a better use of the time. That's a better way to rise. You're rising. So I rise every Monday with my friend Kelly. Uh, We have an accountability call and we've been doing this for four years now. It is a way that I rise on Mondays and it's a way that I kind of rise the week, you know, like (laughs) starting Mondays with this call. Um, Is there someone else maybe that you could set a phone date with to rise? And if they're also struggling with their sleep schedule, you can have um, someone that you text at a certain time every day. Maybe you send them uh, like a cute gift or a picture of coffee or like just something every day that you're committing to that doesn't take much, that it doesn't take much. You can be gentle with this. You know, I, I recommend that you just start with the reframe of a rising routine, not a morning routine, a rising routine and ask yourself, in fact, journal with this question, what do I need to rise well? How do I want to rise each day? I have um, a lot of thoughts about this word rise and about um, the difference between rising in love versus falling in love. That for another podcast. Um, So um, I'd love to hear from you if you are switching this up. If you want to email me, Danette at RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. Let me know what your rising routine is. What's the one that you're going to try for just a week? Just a week, not the rest of your life. Just a week. (laughs) See what difference it makes. Lower that bar. Lower it down. I love to bury the bar. Lower it all the way down. And you will do so much better um, if you're like me. (laughs) So... um, that's it for today. Thank you so much for your patience and your understanding. And for anyone else out there who's doing their own healing, I know that's all, if not most of you, or most of whatever, you know, you guys, <laughs> you know, you've all got your things and you're here taking this time. I, I'm just really grateful um, that you're spending this time here at the soft shoulder. If, uh, if you know someone who struggles with their morning routine, uh, share this episode with them if you think it would be helpful. Share the idea. Maybe they can be a buddy that you talk to once a week. And um, there's some really wonderful things on the horizon. Um, (laughs) I'm nervous about making announcements, especially after my announcement that I would be more frequent. (laughs) And then this gap. But um, I am getting very, very close to completing my first book. Um, There's a million steps, of course, of finishing the manuscript and getting it out there, but it is moving along bit by bit. I have been able to do that. And I have something so special coming this year. Um, I'm not exactly sure exactly when, but I am for the first time going to open my doors to a year-long self-engagement program. This is something I've really been developing for over a decade, I would say. 
Um, So if you are one of those people out there who's been saying, you know what, it's time. It's time to say yes to me. It's time to get married to me. And it feels a little intimidating and a little bit overwhelming and you're just not sure how to do it. Um, I'm cooking up something really, really wonderful. And I'm also designing it. Of course, it won't be for everyone, but I'm designing it in a way so that I can honor my vows while facilitating this experience. And um, that includes things like uh, needing more rest, healing from something. So it's um, I'm finding this uh, some real joy and real love in creating a program that can still hold you accountable in the way that I really want for you in this year-long engagement to have this not just be some course that you've got on your desktop somewhere like with a bunch of other things but that you really cherish this container and honor this container and show up for yourself to build trust for yourself while not making it a boot camp situation where then you have this standard of like oh shit I let myself down because I you know there was too much to do um so it's actually not unlike this morning routine situation, right? It's like, it's really wonderful for people who can get up at five and do all this stuff and jump on a trampoline and do their affirmations and make the smoothie full of rainbows and like all that stuff. And that doesn't mean that for those of us who have challenges and challenges in our capacity, um, that we can't also be just as committed to marrying ourselves, to loving ourselves, to saying yes to us. Saying yes to you means sickness and in health, 5 a.m. and 5 p.m., right? So um, that's just my little teaser. It's also got a, a real splash of creativity in here. So I'm just sprinkling some of those wildflower seeds out there. If uh, if you're curious and you're not already on my uh, my list, my newsletter list, you can sign up RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. There's a little envelope on there. And, and I think on the contact uh, page, you can also sign up for my newsletter there. You'll definitely hear it in the newsletter and in this podcast. And this podcast is brought to you. Oh, it's so thrilled to have been brought to you by Alison Tarr of TechCoven.com. And if you are looking to have a website built, Allison at AllisonTar.com works with artists, solopreneurs, witches, astrologers, healers, writers, and more, the creatively inclined business owners that want to love and maintain their own web presence. If that sounds like you, you can check out her services at AllisonTar.com. Dear listener, Thank you, as always, for your time. Thank you for loving yourself. It is a gift to all of us when you love yourself because you are the source of love for so many others, living things, imaginary things, (laughs) ideas. I just am so grateful that you are doing the brave work of bringing more love into the world in unconventional ways and protecting that by being in a different kind of relationship with yourself. You are someone worth loving. It all starts with you. Thank you for your time again. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. Have fun 
rising, being kind, and uh, don't be so hard on yourself. (laughs) Remember compassion sauce and just ladle it on. Give it another go. The sun will rise again and you'll get another chance to greet yourself and greet the day softly. Take good care and we'll talk to you soon.